With bloodshot eyes I call to thee. Distressed with back bent over, I slay for that self-master in order to see the benevolent smile of success. For I am not good enough to walk in the daylight. So I creep around, with my mind on loud under the twisted romantic covering of you, won't you listen, as I beckon you to my side. For I have severed sleep from my existence. Your bittersweetness leaves me weak, but inspired. Lost but safe, mon cher, your name is a sickness I adore. And with you, I can explore all the options of my mind. I call to thee. Let us intertwine and run down the Sandman's spine, taunting him as we create dreams wide awake with no respect for time. Insomnia. With bloodshot eyes, I call to thee, my love. Come to me, dear. Forever. Today in the library, we have special guest at T in the Shade. We will be discussing Monique and her plight in Netflix, Black Millennials in the Black Church, Sex Dolls and Big Mouth, and Why Are You Proud to Be Black? Welcome to the Black Librarian. Stay woke. Welcome to the Black Librarian. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. You can follow me on everything at Alien Black Girl underscore. And if you would like to follow the Black Librarian, you can do so at Black Shows. Today I have my guest here, Miss At Tia underscore Nache. Hey. That is T I Y A underscore N A S H A E. So you can just follow me on Instagram, that's Twitter. You can find me out there. Facebook, I'm out there too. Tell me why you are a creative. What makes you a creative? Because as you guys know, the Black Librarian is for Black creatives and mystics. So what makes you a creative, ma'am? What makes me a creative? I am off-gate, a very interesting and unique individual. Speak I'm, on I'm, it. I'm different. Speak I'm, on uh, it. I'm the type of person where I find joy in anything, right? Hey, so that's why I keep when it around. comes to <laughs> when it comes to music, I'm in the band. I work with them with my marching band in Hot, in Hope County. What's up, MMB out there? If you're listening, how you doing? <laughs> um, I'm in music. Um, I love doing things with the community, so I create events. I'm just I'm just a unique individual. I like to put my own twist to a lot of things that you'll probably see that are. Usually traditional. <laughs> Tell them about your up and coming ventures, your new and creative budding ideas that you're trying to do. All right, right now I'm starting up this motivational speaking gig. So I'm going to host at a lot of events. And right now I just got done hosting this uh, GVO concert. It was a good vibe. Now tell concert. the listeners what is GVO? GVO, oh my gosh, my big brothers, Ahmad, my G and 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 Young saying they got together and they put together this concert of a whole bunch of artists in North Carolina. So they all came together with their different genres and their different arts um, and their different talents. So everybody brought a different vibe to the stage. So um, they hit me up and they asked me, "Hey, would you mind, you know, hosting this event for us?" Because they know that I have that I have an energy that will, you know, keep the 
the vibes good. Right. You know, keep them I mean, good. Hey, keep them good. It's GVO concert, so we had yeah. to keep it good. So yeah, I hosted that concert and it was amazing, man. The energy was live the whole night long. Uh, the whole night long. That whatever. But mm-hmm. anywho, um, it was interesting. It was, so I, I found a love for it. So I'm going to be hosting a lot of events. I have a few birthday parties lined up. So I'm like your, your modern day clown at the at the moment like i'm hosting all these events and going to birthday parties but hey i love it is what i like to do keep the vibes good now <laughs> well well on that note we'll now listen to casey veggies life changes i found love i stopped loving found god looking forward anyway cause I'm still lost still here no past don't care about looking back anyway if I'm moving on it anyway If I don't record it New shit I'm driving Yo, I probably couldn't afford it Would be trapped in a hood state of mind End up less rewarded But I took a couple chances Not like this gorgeous This gon' change everything Like a child, a funeral war, a wedding ring But heaven brings angels down to watch us while we levitate Caught the police when she needed But they showed up hella late my ducky on these holes, I be dancing in the rain, soaking puddles in my shoes. Broken heart, plus the rules, open heart, full of clues. No bizarre, Rosa Parks, Martin Luther always knew it. Yeah. No Life changes. Okay, so one of the things that I do here within the library, I make sure that my guest is well fed. So can you yes. tell the listeners what the yes. Black Librarian cooked for you at Alien Girl? Black Alien. Mm-hmm. The Black Librarian <laughs> blessed my soul and my stomach on this evening, y'all. She hooked me up with this good old hamburger. And it wasn't no ordinary hamburger, y'all. It was a veggie burger. Y'all, when I tell you it was banging. Yo, them french fries, they was on it too. Yo, it was on, it was just what I needed, man. I was wanting a hamburger. Yo, when she texted me, she was like, yo, we having burgers and I was like, yo, just make sure it's veggie, but I'm in there. It was good, man. It was on it. I was looking forward to that because I've been listening to these podcasts. I was like, yo, (laughs) if I ever get on the podcast, I want to know what she cooking. Yo, and I tell y'all, it was amazing. Feed your belly, feed your soul. Yes. Feed your belly, feed your soul. And we about to get to your minds in a little bit. That's the best part. We about to get to your minds in a little bit. Speaking of minds, tell me, what is your mantra? One of my other mantras, I did mention one um, in episode two, living my best life. Mm -hmm. I also have another one that it's It's our actions that give our words credibility. And what I mean is we say we are about to do a lot of things all the time. We're we're a fitna generation. Mm -hmm. I'm finna do this. I'm finna do that. We're more talk than action. So let our actions give our words credibility, even if if you even need words. Because sometimes your actions speak louder than words. There go another cliche for you. So mine is actions give let your actions give your words credibility. So what is yours, Miss At Tia underscore Nache? Alright. Right now, this year I have been focusing on my strengths and not my failures. Mm-hmm. And so that right there has just been my whole mantra this whole year. Like every time I find myself in a situation right. or if I have to question a moment, like or if I just have to or if I find myself doubting myself, which we do that a lot. We do. So I was like, what What should I focus on? I should focus on my strengths and not my weaknesses. Word. So that's where I'm at. 
focusing on my strengths and not my weaknesses. Y'all focus on that. 2018 is going to be lit. And I'm going to have to agree with her because um, she's come to me and we've talked about focusing on our strengths. And there's so much you reap the benefit of that so much because we're often worried about like our weaknesses and dwelling on our weaknesses. But if you focus on your strength, you won't have any weaknesses. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And it's really because your weaknesses may never become a strength. Right. So it's just kind of like not meant to be your for exactly. you. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's why there's some, there's other people in this world who have that talent. So that's what networking is all about. That's what creating friendships and mm-hmm. and bonds with people. That's what in connections. That's what that's all about. So that's why I'm going to focus on my strength. And if somebody needs me, I'm going to be there for them. Right. So right. like whenever it's a weakness for me, I'm going to call on somebody else whenever they're whenever it's one of their strengths. So you know, that's what it's all about. And that's, you know, I'm a teamwork type of person. Mm-hmm. Like it's kind of crazy, but I give my students, yeah, I'm a teacher, y'all. So I give my students hey. group work assignments. Teach them, teach them, teach them. And so, shout out to all the teachers out yo, there. Yo, shout out to all the teachers, man. What's up with you? But I give my students group work assignments, and of course they hate it. It's all over their faces. But I'm teaching them something because you have to know how to work with people. And with social media now, they don't even know how to talk or communicate. So it's just hard work doing that. But, you know, this year, that's what I'm doing. I'm focusing on my strengths and not my weaknesses and and focusing on what I can do for other people and, you know, what they can do for me. On that note, you are now listening to Rob Law, Something About Flowers. tuning in this is the black librarian podcast i am your host at alien black girl underscore and i have a special guest with me today at t-i-y-a underscore n-a-s-h-a-t-a in the shade this week on ain't that some shit news we have police officers committing hate crimes through their words and through their recruitment through the social media, like, out of all things, honestly, like... And if you're wondering what we're talking about, we're talking about the Kentucky Assistant Police Chief, Todd Shaw. Um, his emails were found... No, no, I'm sorry, not even emails. Facebook messages were discovered while his department was doing an investigation for sexual misconduct or something like that. Abuse or something like that, They were looking for something completely different, but they stumbled upon these disturbing messages between um, former... Kentucky Assistant Police Chief Todd Shaw and a recruit. The recruit asked, what What if you catch a, a juvenile smoking marijuana? He said, fuck the right thing if black shoot them. 
He later went on to make sexual comments. Unless dad is black, then shoot him. Now, this is coming from a police chief to a recruit. Like, on Facebook. Now, granted, when they did discover (laughs) these messages, they gave him three months paid leaves, quoting that it's standard procedures. There's a bill of rights within the police force. Now, we all know there's a code of blue. Mm -hmm. We all know. Um, So, I believe him in that right. I believe him in that right. Um, But... Paid leave. I mean, and even in another... But I guess he's protected with his position. And then, and even in another video, there was another chief or somebody else. He was like, oh, he had to go. I went ahead and sent my letter to the mayor, and he just had to leave right then. And and it just makes me think, like, how true is that? Like, right. apparently right. he was there for even a few more months after that, you know what I'm yeah. saying? He was able to resign from his position. He was like, able to resign. Like, how is he resign. able to leave with the title of saying, like, hey, you know, I'm just going to, you know, step down. I am former, respectfully. respectfully. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's not cool. Like, you're able you let to say whatever out. you mm-hmm. want to do. Like, who actually is policing the police? Like, I've always been asking that that very question. Like, who polices the police? Mm -hmm. Like, he had to feel this way in order to send those messages. Like... He has been embedding this. And since he's higher than the ranks, he's up on the message. Like, he's spreading that. Like, that's not cool. So, for him to be able to resign, I feel like that is so unfair. If it was a black man, come on now. On the bright side of all this turmoil, the 24 cases that he... That involved him are being released. And then, oh, but they made a quote on those. They were like, it's going to be the small cases like traffics and and, and, and I'm sure there's a lot. But and I'm like, I bet okay. you if you dig them, traffics are about 20 of them. Okay. You know, that's how they're the trying to get cases. Oh, wow. That's what they said at the end of the, you, you know, they throw that at the, that's the credits at the end. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, you know what? I'm not, when are we going to learn that we have to come together as a community and begin to, I don't want to say police ourselves, but police ourselves so we're alive. This, um, not saying that it's no fault of anybody's own, but this is ridiculous. Either we're going to fight back with the police mm-hmm. or, you know, what are we going to do? I mean, and everybody's trying to come up with the right way to do things and this, Mm -hmm. that, and the third, but every situation is different. Mm -hmm. So, yes, you do have to watch out for yourself at all times, but still, like, the the story can be turned around on you at any moment. And that's scary, that. So much power in where you live. It It can be very scary. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that, um, it's it's a white man who's working in an area that he's quote-unquote afraid to be in. Mm-hmm. So it's just kind of like automatically they're already going to have this sense of, oh, I need to be extra, extra you know, secure in an area or if, if a situation approach me. So the first thing I'm going to do is shoot because I'm afraid. I'm all for separate like, police for the black people. Come on, man. Like, we have to find... Like, honestly, if... A black man were to be in the area and to have to police an area where there's that much crime, like, of course, it'll be so much different. Mm -hmm. People will have so much respect for a police officer that will have respect for them. Right. And my thing is, though, we're such a forgiving nation, though. The moment a cop does something messed up like this, all you have to do is see him in a video dancing and we forgive them already. We have to see someone with like no leg. Like, oh man, he risked his life for a robber who shot someone. I'm like, great, cool. But as a whole, they're still killing us. I mean, I understand that there are good police. And they're doing those Christmas gifts and spreading out cheer to the family. I love those. Right. I respect those videos. But honestly, y'all got got to come together and and fix this because something ain't right. And you cannot get mad when uh, uh, people who are literally being targeted, black and brown communities, you see what I'm saying? And some families are losing multiple family members Yes. to the same thing. So it's just kind of like, it's getting to the point where the black culture, the African-American culture, the people, we don't have anything else to lose. Uh -uh. 
So it's just kind of like it's nothing else for us to do but riot for us to get mad. To but and there, honestly, there needs to be chaos before the rebuilding. So I think that we're in the state. This is the age of the Aquarius. I'm gonna keep telling you all this every episode. <laughs> it's our time. We don't. We're not gonna. Our generation is not going to have this. No. And these policemen doing this, y'all better. Y'all gotta stop because our generation is gonna be like, listen, bro. We don't allow this from Monk and them, whoever and them. You know what I mean? But we don't allow this. We're not going to. I'm not begging. For me, I'm not begging for my life. I used to in protest. But I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to. No. No, no, no. And it's real. I mean, we really do have to stand together as a culture. Um, And it's going to be a time where we are going to have to stand up like Martin Luther King and all them. You know, I mean. Yeah, still January. It's still going to have, it's going to have to happen where we are going to have to learn how to protest one together. Um, Even with that football thing, we couldn't even, you know, get together and do that. Like, I'm so glad I've been wanting to post this so long. For so long. I've, I'm so glad that it wasn't left up to our generation to do the bus boycott after Rosa Parks and nothing like that. Because I feel like <laughs> our, our generation would have been like, nah, bruh, um, this bus got to take me across town. Yeah. I'm not going to be walking across nowhere. They don't understand like, we come together. Yeah, and, we like, don't understand Sacrifices. That. We don't understand that. Like, getting on one knee together, like, we couldn't even, we really couldn't do that together. <laughs> like... And supporting one vision, like we everybody. I mean, of course, everybody has their opinion, which we have to respect. That everyone's but, different, yeah. But you know, at some point in time, we are gonna have to come together and be that one voice. It's going to have to happen, or we're just gonna keep deteriorating as a whole culture. It's gonna be crazy. Greed. You are now listening to "Distance" by King. Why are you proud to be black? Uh, I'm proud to be black because we're so diverse, mm-hmm. but yet we're so unified as one that we can come together mm-hmm. and still, and still, at, and and in the right place we can still appreciate each other. Like that's what I love about our culture. Mm-hmm. Like, like I appreciate your blackness. Because you appreciate my blackness. Mm -hmm. And whenever we get together, we just appreciate each other's blackness because... And we appreciate each other's views. Like, it's it's always been that way. And that's how it's always going to be because... Our different blackness makes a bigger and different blackness. Exactly. And when it mixes together, you know, it makes magic, man. You know what I'm saying? Great things come out of of when people come together as one. You know what I'm saying? Um, Like I said before, I love good vibes. So... I just like appreciating everybody and who they are. So, and that's just what makes me happy. So, appreciating your blackness is what I love to do. 
And that's what makes me black. Ashe, you are now listening to Tennis Shoes by Don Kennedy. A fresh pair of tennis shoes. A fresh pair of tennis shoes. 20 Fresh pair of tennis shoes. It's like a fresh pair of tennis shoes. It's like a fresh pair of tennis shoes. You know, you know, fresh pair of tennis shoes. I was the kid on the court not playing. I was the kid on the court not playing. He's, I was the kid on the court not playing. He stepped on my shoes, time out, stop playing. I'm not saying that your love is fake, but um, I clean mine ten times a day. And, um, I lace my feet with things you can't compete with. I bought six pairs of great fives just to sleep with. Shit, and I love my fours. Flight club is kinda high, but I would love some more. They like, I love those yours. I'm like, I know that's right. I even had the LA gears with them glow ass lights. And kids used to ask, do those glow at night? And you'll put your hand around it. I was so alive when they retro them fives. I walked in the stores like I almost died. Surprised the heads ain't made it. Blue nines is my favorite. Till the phone posit pennies come back, I'll be waiting like this. about what are your thoughts on Monique um hers first of all her call to <laughs> boycott Netflix now initially now when someone tells me to boycott something like Netflix you have to have a pretty good stance on as to why I'm boycotting Netflix and when I saw it I'm not gonna lie when I first saw Monique calls to boycott Netflix I was gonna keep scrolling and be like huh and my conclusion is I should have <laughs> because she apparently no not apparently she is upset that she only got offered 500k mm-hmm. for a Netflix special when her when um Amy Schumer got 11 million and then negotiated for two more million um when and when Chris Rock and Dave Chappelle each got 20 million and she said she deserved just as much because her resume was long and extensive and she asked why Amy Schumer got paid more and she's and they said well she was in a new movie and she sold out the Madison Square Garden and so Monique was like well you're talking about your resume listen Monique they were not talking about her resume per se they were talking about how much money she can bring in mm-hmm. I truly believe at tops Monique will bring between 250,000 to maybe shot under a million views mm-hmm. but not all collectively like a premiere like you're not going to get a good amount of premiere to see that special because you have to think about initially uh like even the her genre appeal right? yeah exactly her appeal where she the area that she appeals to mm-hmm. amy schumer and then and dave Chappelle and chris rock uh bring in a bigger viewing number and if I mean, and she just has to realize, like, and my thing is, like, I feel for her, but also looking at it from a business aspect and what you just said, like, this is is what's going to make them the most money. Um, Honestly, from the genre that she's at, how many women, 
actually look at the comedy specials on Netflix. Right. Not too many people. Not too many. I mean, I don't know the numbers, but I'm sure it's not that much. Um, especially, like, I mean, the only people who's probably getting that much love is probably the Kevin Hart's or the Dave Chappelle's shows or even, you know what I'm saying, like, the people who they give the money to. I mean, it is what it is. Like, they set up the people who set out those contracts you know what i'm saying okay of course they they ran the could've. numbers that's a numbers thing monique and it she's not current is. nor consistent not current or anything so i mean yeah it probably would have been nice if she would have had like a unique little theme or something like that or whatever i'm sure it probably would have been a nice show so if they would have gave her let's say that if they would have given her a little bit more you know a little bit more money maybe a meal, a meal or something like that whatever a 10 mil something something cute and then they would have you know Put the show out and maybe everybody would have been like, hey, whatever money you get from that, you know what I'm saying? Hey, go off of that. But I would rather us go with the numbers and be safe. And just to be honest... To, you know, you know, you gotta know where you want to put your money at. You yeah, gotta, you gotta and know. they do. The, they know I where mean, they want to put their money at because they've seen it done before. And like Netflix, right. not even new anymore. Like they've been in the game. You gotta trust the method, the exactly. process. Trust the process because this. Let's just say Monique did this first show, five hundred k, and it went so well. With those numbers, get you get another one. You get paid more. Exactly. You do what? Well. Trust your talent. Trust your talent a little bit. Show them that. I'm not. I'm, and then I'm not saying this so she can settle for less than. I'm telling you the facts. What I think are the facts. She's not to the caliber of those people. Though you have an extensive amount, a resume of stuff you have done, you have to also rate the level of um, relevance. Relevance that you've done. <laughs> Or where you at right now? Like, I mean, I'm sure Amy Schumer, like, she's killing the game at the moment. She's like, been on, like, major TV. Like, if like Tiffany that. Haddish was to come up with, Boom. like, it is what it is because that's I'm almost is. sure. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised if Tiffany Haddish has a special on Netflix soon. And it's going to be more than Monique's because Monique is nor current nor consistent. I mean, it is what it is. I mean, you have to live with that, so... And Monique, I mean, I support you, you know what I'm saying, but I'm still going to use my Netflix account. Yeah, I I was going to, I heard her, I I heard her out. But... And she said she's the most decorated comedian in the world. Uh, What's she going through? Is she going through something like... Is she going through something? I mean, no, they they did blackball her for a little bit, so I do feel on that. I mean, you do got to get your money. I mean, you have been working, you know what I'm saying? You're getting your body right and you cute, but... Yeah, I think that's what it's about as well. But she, you know what? I, I say she could negotiate for a million. I mean, hey, at least a little bit more than 500. Like, like 500,000, yeah, that did look a little bad compared to all these movies. Even though I still that don't... Look I, no, I still think it's worth 500,000, but negotiate for a, another, for a second 500. Because I don't think it's worth more than... A million. I really don't think it's over five hundred k. But black on magic. Get what you get. What you get. What you need, boo. But yeah. So she. But she. She. Um, most decorated comedian in the world, probably. But at what status? You probably done everything. Um, no shade. Congrats. Like, but. I mean, you, you got to be movies, realistic. You know, what I'm you know how many comedians go and do there? another movie. You comedians? Know what I'm do you know how many comedians are comedians? And she didn't even say black comedians, so I'm putting her with everybody now, <laughs> baby. Um, boo. Go to another. Go to a movie, and then do another tour, and then you can get the Netflix. <laughs> you got. And to be honest, I don't think they should have given one in the first place. So. Uh. Monique, they could have picked. Uh, but hey, I understand, Monique. You got to get your paper, dog. Secure, but, secure but the will, bag, Monique. But she will bring in black viewers because she'll bring me and I'll watch it. I mean, exactly, because I actually will watch it. I'll watch but, it. To know, give, I will watch it to give her the numbers, and I will give it a try. I try, you know. But boycotting Netflix is not a go. I, we just got done talking about our generation and boycotting, so I done told you we ain't gonna do nothing for I'm nobody. I'm gonna be real. I listen. <laughs> We don't do nothing about it. You should have known, baby. Sorry. You are now listening to the Black Librarian Podcast. Out of Fayetteville, North Carolina. I am your host at Alien Black Girl underscore. And my guest, Tia Nache. Bring it in the vibes. This is Power with Kendrick Lamar and Lance Skywalker and Rhapsody.
any day. Hey, it's coming through. Took me a century. Hey, get next to you. Plus, makes the enemies. Hey, invested in you. So I feel the any day. Invested person. But don't trip over what they heard Let them talk the talk Until the night you choose to go and purge I came in when the rest of you struggled And failed to flourish Conversations with the blurs She said I'm good as herbs Get them high, get them high From the hood to the suburbs No one can take your power Even if a storm occurred It ain't man-made But whether or not you pay Don't help or hurt It's a perk Jam the squad written on my shirt I got a lane But all the lines around me Die that I can merge I can do what you can But you can't do the same with words As I I watch my street cred go multiply They say the streets respect the real ones The one that's really die It's just me and young blood That's where I get all of my power The night I got a chain from Mr. Flyers I gave it back when I got done rapping the same hour I ain't 5% Let's be talking to top MCs And I'm in the top of that The rest beneath me all cowards When it spits, look around It's meteor shots I watch the stars fall, fall, fall Yeah, that's what you call power Let's talk about power. Let's talk about yours and ours to pay the allowance. Let's talk about 100,000 kids raving and bouncing. Craving and drowning in words the day I pronounce it. Let's talk about power. Let's talk about doors and donuts. The house I built when I was homeless and sleeping in corners. Sharing Coronas and Blackie Miles. Donuts and El Caminos talking loud. Scraping and combing residue every morning. Talk about legacy. Let's talk about the life of celebrity versus integrity. Curse the first one that thirst for necessity. Searching for equity versus the earth that birthed us indefinitely. First the verse I wrote in jeopardy. Surfing the laws of the universe and destiny. Church and a god is all that's ever been ahead of me. Ah, uh, let's talk about my power, the golden showers. Running to be on your cameras and story counters. He's bananas, competitive, we can dance. Seize the damage, no more for a penis pants. Welcome back to the Black Librarian Podcast. Out of Fayetteville, North Carolina, this is your host at Alien Black Girl underscore with my special guest here. Tia Nache. So tell me, Tia, what got you into motivational speaking? Um, well, pretty much about myself. I actually began preaching <laughs> in 2010 preaching exactly. i said exactly so oh, i grew up with my grandmother so i was always in church so um i was always involved with the youth in my community so that was just always me so even before i grad like right after i graduated high school i got into preaching went off to college and of course i stayed in the church and all that other stuff stayed in the youth stayed in the community even when i was in durham at north carolina central university bull city and um, oh no don't do that but anyway <laughs> um so yeah like I, I was always in front of audiences whenever mm-hmm. i had to speak so 
I got comfortable. And so whenever I go into speaking to audiences, like I'm all, I've always been myself. And that's the unique thing about me. Um, I started out this podcast by saying that I'm a unique individual. And that's what I mean. Like whenever I speak, um, I'm going to always be Tia. You're always going to laugh. I'm always going to tell a joke. It's always going to be funny. You're always going to feel comfortable. Um, you're not going to feel like somebody's really preaching to you. It's right. going to be like somebody's really talking to you. Um, that's real. That's from a real experience. And that's really, and I really tie and all I do is just tie the word of God in it. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that's just me. That's how I've always been. So now I'm getting to the point where I just want to be a motivational speaker to encourage people. Cause that seemed to always be my message. Word. So that always seemed to be my message. So I just wanted to, like I said, I'm highlighting my strengths. So I'm just going to be a motivational speaker to encourage people, to motivate people, to keep pushing and be who they are and be who they've been called to be. What's their purpose? I'm here to help them do that. Um, there's some vision that's going to be happening with my purpose or mm-hmm. with purpose things going on. So just be on the lookout for that. But, you know, um, that's what I've always been about. So I'm still working with my youth now. Yeah. Um, with teaching, even in the school or in my classroom, I'm motivating them there. Mm-hmm. Or even if I'm hosting or in an event, or if I'm speaking at an at an event, like I'm always about encouragement. So um, whenever I'm in the community or whenever somebody asks me to do something for them, that's what I'm there to do. So. I always make it my business and make somebody smile, man. That's what I'd love to do. Okay, so what are you, you all? We all have been hearing the saying, or the we've all been hearing that the black youth are leaving the church. Mm-hmm. Um, what are your thoughts on that? Oh, do you agree or do you? Oh, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Okay, I most definitely agree with that, and that's because. Um, the church is being stagnant. Mm-hmm. The church doesn't like to grow. The church loves tradition. Mm-hmm. Like, I love to teach um, all the time. Like, whenever Kurt Franklin brought out, oh, do you want a revolution? Whoop, whoop. Mm-hmm. Like, he was kicked out of churches for that song. Mm-hmm. Like, he, w- he was um, blackmailed and, like, nobody wanted to have him perform at their services because he was trying to start something new in the church that was different. Mm-hmm. So, I mean... With Ty Tribbett and everybody else coming out with trap gospel music, like it's something that's different, and the church doesn't want to acknowledge it, or mm-hmm. the church doesn't want to accept it because it's different. Mm-hmm. But that's the generation that we're that we're growing up in right now. So yes, I do believe that the that our generation is leaving the church because they're losing interest, mm-hmm. or the church doesn't allow them to be within. exactly. So or allow, allow them their to, gifts, yeah to flourish like um and that's why i love my church and let me shout out my church abundant life ministries in rayford that's 504 west 6th avenue in rayford north carolina and i know that's right go ahead and hit us up we have a a great time where they allow me to be me yeah like i'm over the youth ministry and when i tell you like they they let me do crazy things like the our youth room like i graffitied the walls like Mm -hmm. Who's oh really? Yeah, I put graffiti art. I had one of my homeboys. He came down from Durham, and he he painted the walls with our name all over the walls and things like that. Like they allow me to do that. Right now, we're at the point where we're growing, and I'm we have our own youth church now. So I think it's really dope that not too many churches even have a youth church. So it's just. It's just dope that I'm a part of something where I touch my youth of this community with just doing things that, you know, allow them to grow in God. So I love it. It's what I love to do, man. I think that it is where it is the church. I think one of the reasons why we are failing in our movements um, within every realm of faith is because we don't use our places of worship as place of education, mm. as place of true community. Like you'll hear, I know some churches do. I'm not going to say some churches or other um, religious faiths don't, but you. I think this is a place where you can have those programs, you know, for tutoring, have those things mm-hmm. um, where kids are lacking, you know, be exactly. that community that they need, that these school systems aren't um, providing, providing like, because yeah. we all know how the school systems are. We all know where North Carolina ranks on that school system. Exactly. I mean, and, and I think it's one of the churches, it should be one of the church's responsibilities to make sure that saints are um, educated and they're good to go. Like we, we're here for the, you should be there for them spiritually mm-hmm. and everything else. In like, life. They, like if these legit. are your family, exactly. they, they tithe here for God and for 
the uh, upkeep of of the kingdom. Right, exactly. So why not in turn start those tutoring programs, have those conversations that relate to real life, right? Like, and be you need to have these open discussions that these kids are facing because they're learning stuff in the streets. So if Christianity and your faith is where you want to have that ministry. You need to open up and let your children in. And it goes in with you saying um, they don't want to grow. I feel like the best place to talk about some of the ways of this nation to help some of these kids answer questions are within their own churches. But some churches are all for the money. Mm. They're all for like, well, we got to do another collection because that wasn't working. Not saying it's (laughs) all, but we've seen these churches. It's real. It's real. It's real. They don't feel, we don't feel comfortable in churches. So, like, sometimes whenever we go to church, we feel like everybody knows what's going on in our lives. Like, we wear it on our sleeves or something like that. But no, it's between you and God. Like, that's one thing that I I like to teach the youth is, like, whenever you go to church, stop worrying about the people who are in in church with you. Like, they know your problems. Like... You just be free and allow God to move yeah. however he wants to move in your life. Find your way yeah, to your you know, own spirituality or faith your everything. Find your own way. You got to have that relationship mm-hmm. with him. And it's all about connection. Like, yeah. our generation is losing connection to the church. So, we really have to get back to that connection, to our own connection. I agree. And that's what it really comes down to. Like, stop depending on, oh, this is what my grandma taught me. You know, mm-hmm. I got to do it this way. No, do it your own way. Trust, I agree. Like, it'll, you'll be comfortable that way. Like, stop worrying about everybody else. Be comfortable with you. I just really would like to see, especially here in Fayetteville area, there's so many churches here. Like, I would love to see... Um, more community things for your members. I mean, I know there are some churches that do that, but I, there's just so many. There's just so many. So. Oh yeah, I mean, we got some things going on. So, where we keep it open to the to the public, you Which know. Is what I'm good. Saying? You know, yeah. I mean, you just gotta find where you're comfortable at. Like, find that church that suits you. You know what I'm saying? Like, it. Every, not every church is for everybody. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't just have to go to your grandma or your mama church. Like Sometimes you have to leave and find your own way. Yeah. Whatever. Or your best way. Cause your ever walk in life. Church, but I mean. Right, yeah. Whatever your walk in life is, it's sometimes you have to seek for yourself. That's what knowledge, your faith, your religion, all of that. You know, you seek. You got to do it for you. Yes. What fits you, baby. Because at the beginning and the end of the day, it's you with yourself. That part. tuning in this is the black librarian podcast i am your host at alien black girl underscore with my guest tia nashay all right tia last question before we end this lovely hour this power hour Mm -hmm. what are some of your goals for 2018 ah some of my goals for 2018 um i just want to be comfortable with myself a whole lot more Mm -hmm. um you know, I spoke with you offline a lot of, about, you know, what I'm looking for with myself. Right. So I'm just looking to see a whole lot of things unfold for me. Um, looking to see myself in a whole lot more places, uh, speaking in a lot of more places, being comfortable with 
being myself mm -hmm. in a lot more places, you know, speaking out. Uh, you'll see a whole lot more videos. You'll see a whole lot more of Tia and Shay. Trust and believe. 2018, uh, like I said, I'm focusing on my strengths and not my weaknesses. And so one of my strengths is being out there and speaking and, and uplifting people and encouraging a lot of people. So trust and believe that that's what I'm going to focus on and that's what I'm going to do. Um, it's going to be my strength and that's what you're going to see. So 2018 is going to be great. Well, she said it the best. This is the Black Librarian Podcast. And if you want to talk back to me, you can follow the podcast on Instagram, Black Shelves, and Twitter, Black Shelves. And you can follow me, the host, at AlienBlackGirl underscore on Twitter and Instagram. Thank you for tuning in for the Black Librarian. Stay woke. She see money all around me. I look like I'm the man. But I was down and out like last week Tell me where have you been? Yeah. Came out of hiding, girl Don't act like I'm your man You just a fan You don't hold me Ass, nigga with a sick ass thump and a slick ass flow uh -huh. Got your bitch around me, nigga can't yeah, yeah. when I'm coming for the kitty Got my full goddamn Do it for my niggas in the ghost right there Do it for my niggas in the ghost right there Niggas got killed for the boy, live with dreams and the kills And they watching for the boy right now Goddamn, what a time, what a kill Feel what them young boys feel I kill, never be killed, that's real No, I, you can tell it from my peers right now Bitch, you wanna fuck me down Bitch, you wanna love me down Girl, you can't tie me down like Ray J said But no, I'm down Freaking nigga told me stop Take it like your own stuff. Push it on the pussy like a fucking game. Still getting ready in a bunch. Bitches on my chain like a stuff. Everywhere I go now, I always got shit. Jump, bitch, jump, bitch, jump, 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 Come here without a permit This shit really a torment Realness at the end